You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad that you tuned in today, so happy Tuesday. Today's podcast features Scott Norris, and most of you saw Scott Sunday morning with his family on the platform. Scott and Suzanne Norris are friends of our church, friends of our family, and they've been worshiping with us throughout this COVID season because they have been home from the mission field. But they are about to redeploy. And so as they get ready to re-enter the mission field, in fact, for a new city, I wanted our church family to know how we can support and pray for the Norris family. So, Scott, thanks for taking some time to be on the podcast. It's my pleasure. Hey, so quick introduction. Um, The church knows this. They've heard this so many times. But you and I go back to Mississippi State. I mean, that's when my college years is where we connected. Uh, Drove to Oklahoma for your wedding when you and Suzanne got (laughs) married. And then we've been blessed to get to know your kids, Andrew and Philip and Gideon and Juniper. And in fact, you know, the you guys have been stateside for a good season because of COVID. Like with COVID, you had to leave the country where you were mm-hmm. serving on the mission field. You came back to to Hattiesburg to your roots, and you've been living in Petal for how long now, Scott? We've been here since mid-August. Seems like a long time. Yeah, it's been a long. We came thinking it was going to be. Well, we we came back in May to Texas for a little bit, where my wife's area is from, and we thought it was going to be 60 days, and it's getting closer to a year and 60 days. There you go. And so you guys have been worshiping with us at Carterville. We've been super blessed by that. You got to celebrate well. baptism of your children. You know, we got to be in Bible school, you know, with them last week. And you've been volunteering in children's ministry. You and Suzanne have been a blessing to the church and our Sunday school class and lots of, lots of different things. So I am glad that we've had this extended season with the Norris family. Uh, But that's coming to an end. Mm -hmm. So you guys are about to be back on the field. The borders are opening, but you guys have a new location. So you spent 15 years, and the best I can tell the church is you spent 15 years in Central Asia. Yeah. Um, And now you guys are redeploying, but you're deploying to Canada. That's right. That's a big change. It is. Um, The... It's interesting. The Lord just is amazing. He had told us in September of 2018 that it was kind of going to be our last season in the city that we were in. And so we had time to prepare. We thought that meant we would move to another city in this country we lived in. So um, the church was doing amazing in the city. Where I, it really was time for us to transition. Yeah, the Lord had developed His work there. Yeah, He had, and we were we were really aware that we are no longer needed in this place. And so um, we thought we we're going to go to another city in the country. We had no idea what the Lord was going to do, and to get us to where we we're going to go. And my one of the way, the the way He most specifically directed us is that our son had something that we thought was very scary to start with. He, they they told us it was a rare brain condition and it is but it's like the easiest best case scenario it takes one pill to treat it with no side effects and he will probably grow out of it in his teenage years but he just has to be in a place where he can get that one pill and where he can receive the treatment he needs and that was actually really limiting and the lord used that to 
lead us very clearly to where we're going to be serving in Canada. And so part of that is that the the city and the country where you were serving, you didn't have access to that medical care, but you're going to have it in Canada. And it's not as actually most of the world doesn't have access to the medicine. You, you know what's interesting to me, and I want to explain this to our church. So you're going to Canada, mm-hmm. but you're not going to the mission field so that you can reach Canadians. Like they have churches, they have yeah. the gospel. You're actually doing something really cool, very strategic. So for 15 years, you've been learning languages and culture. Mm-hmm. You've been embedded in your cities that you serve mm-hmm. in Central Asia, reaching specific people groups. And now that you're flying off to Canada, what's interesting is that you're still reaching that same people group. Mm-hmm. Those language skills aren't mm-hmm. wasted. That cultural awareness is useful because you're not going to reach the Canadians. So <laughs> kind of explain the strategy. Why are you going to Canada? Well, I, I saw three maps recently that came out by the Joshua Project that were really interesting to me. I think they illustrate really well why we're, what we're going to be doing. And they're basically were maps say, saying that people aren't going to unreached peoples anymore. So if I were to imagine these maps, they've got all the countries of the world, and the red ones are the unreached people. They've got, they've got unreached people, and they have... Um, you know, Christians. And, you know, Christians don't live where unreached people live. That's the first map. Um, and they've did four, surveyed 400,000 cross-cultural workers, and they don't go to the place, the reddest places or places they don't go to. Um, and the money used to send those workers also doesn't go to the most unreached countries. So the maps were to show that we need to be going to unreached people. But what I saw is those red nations those are nations we actually can't even get into that we don't know of any workers there, but not because they don't want to go there, but because we literally can't get into those countries. The, the, board, the borders are closed to evangelical work. Exactly. Um, so what, what we are doing and what other organizations are, do is we, actually, we go to where they are. And so we are going to the largest, unre- we're going to be working with the largest unreached people group in Central Asia, but the highest concentration of those people outside of their home country is in Canada. It's easy to get in there. We're going to be surrounded by them in the area we live. We're moving specifically to an area where they all, because when they come as immigrants or refugees, they want to clump together because it's their culture and their people. They want to be around them. So we're just going to move in where they live and where they are and, and, be surrounded by them and get to know them and try to reach out to them. So you're you're following the same people group that you've been wanting to reach, essentially, mm-hmm. but you're finding that people group in a place where you can actually access them. Exactly. Okay. And so where you're going, uh, you're going to be able to reach some people in it from, from countries that you weren't able to get into mm-hmm. before, um, and you'll also be able to reach some people from the country that you used to live in before. Yeah, exactly. There, There's a, there's a church we're going to be a part of in that area. The, the mother church speaks English. They started a group that speaks the language that we learned, which was Russian, in Central Asia. And they have a group of a new people group that is a very large unreached people group that we're going to be learning their language and reaching out. So we're reaching out to our old people group. We're learning a language of a new people group. We're going to be reaching out to them too. And the Lord has provided a church for us to be a part of that is trying to reach out to all of them. So in the, I guess in the big mission to, to provide a gospel witness to all the nations, 
How does the strategy work for those countries that people can't get into? Or like in your case, there was a country that you could get into, mm-hmm. um, b- but also other countries around that you couldn't get into, and mm-hmm. you were just getting as close and do the best as you could. But how does the strategy work to get the gospel witness back home to those mother countries where we really want to be impacting their nation? Well, what, what we're seeing, and this is so exciting, this is really, really exciting to me, is... Um, that the 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 big unreached people group that we're going to be surrounded by the act, if you the church is growing so fast that some people in in their mother country an unreached place that we can't even get it into that um people are saying it's it's one of the fastest growing churches in the world right really? now really wow and so and the way it's growing there are no workers there that I know about the way it's growing is we're going to Canada. I know there are a lot of them in various European countries, and we have workers in those countries that are reaching out to them. And so they are coming to faith in the places that we can get to them, and they are going back and they're telling their families and their friends because they can go in and visit and share the gospel. And we're seeing that these kind of, call them diaspora peoples, peoples that are living abroad, come to faith, go back to their home countries, and share the gospel with their family members. And they get saved, and the church is is just I hate, I hate to say exploding, but it really is just the Lord is doing amazing things. Well, it's a reminder that honestly, it's the Lord and His Spirit that's reaching the nations, and I'm mm-hmm. so thankful that your family and our church and churches around the world get to find some place in what God's doing. Hey, so as you guys get ready to pack up, you're going to a brand new place. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you you guys have never lived in Canada. You're going to a new city. You know, there are going to be a lot of a lot of differences uh, in the next few years from what you've done for the last 15 years on the mm-hmm. mission field. How can we be praying for you guys? Like, what can we do here at Carterville to help encourage you guys to pray well for you guys and to serve you as y'all pack up together as a family and head off to Canada for a new season of mission? Mm-hmm. Well, a big request is just that the, the Lord's timing for us to go. We, you know, we... We just, for the Lord to open that door for us whenever that is. And I know a lot of people have known that we are, we're recovering from COVID. I'm perfect, but there's still some hurdles we need to go through medically to be approved to go. So the borders, the borders just opened up for you guys and y'all packing suitcases and then your whole family got hit with a pretty rough bout of COVID. You guys are coming out of that though. Yeah. I mean, I'm out of it. I'm we just um, have a couple of issues that we need to cross that border, and the and the the the, the board loves us and wants the best for us, and they're very protective of us. So, one, for let's pray for the Lord's timing, you know, for the Lord's will to be done for when we can go. We're hopeful that we'll be heading out this week. Yeah, and so pray for that. And then as we get there, what we have heard this is a very specific request is that the borders are open to and we. To, we feel like they're open to us, but the custom agent, they're not completely open yet to visitors. The custom agent might have a different opinion than, <laughs> than the, if it's open to us before. That would be So we're asking people to pray for the Lord's favor with our customs agent, that all our documents that we have in order, he would look favorably on those and actually let us in. Right. And then just for, God, we're, we're, we're moving into new area. We don't know, we know one family. This is our teammates. You know, we don't, you know, just Lord will provide the relationships like with the people we're going to be working with and, you know, with 
different families, friend, new fr- I mean, friends for our kids, you know, connections for us. We just praying for connections with those the Lord that we're trying to reach out to. The Lord would provide and connections with other workers, like-minded people, for our family to, you know, learn from and and be, and be a blessing to as well. Great. So I know Sunday morning uh, during our time of commissioning and prayer. You guys shared a quick link on the on the screens that would allow folks to sign up for your monthly newsletter. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody's listening to this podcast and says, "Ooh, I didn't see that. I'd, I'd like to find out how I can be praying for the Norris. Mm-hmm. I would like to get the uh, regular newsletter so that I'll know mm-hmm. what the new prayer needs are, so I know how the Norris family is doing. If they weren't in the sanctuary Sunday morning, I know they could you know go to the live stream and fast forward to the very end and use the QR code. But are there other ways for them to connect with you guys for that? The If they don't have the QR code anywhere, um, I will leave one. So we have some prayer cards down the hall at the church. Okay. You can always just go pick one up, and there'll be a QR code there that you can scan. I'm going to leave one there. Okay. Or you can just email us. Okay, great. Can do, man. And so we'll be happy to help with the office. You know, on the on that our end of that, we're easy to give you guys if you want a prayer card with a QR code so you can sign up for the email. Scott, thanks for making time for the podcast, and thanks so much for representing the Lord with your people groups that God's sending you after. I can't wait to hear the testimonies. Thank y'all. It's been a... I was going to say it's Sunday morning, but we just feel so much gratitude to the Lord for, and we we give praise to God, but we know that the Lord has used Carville to to bless us and and love on our family, and it's just been a, you know, Carville has been a great gift from the Lord to us. Well, and vice versa. We've been really blessed to have you guys. Thanks, man.